Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Pastor Edwin. I am glad that you're tuning in to TR4 Disciples Ministries. I am here with another daily devotion from John chapter 12, verse 27. And that's where I'm going to start. Where I, But I want to remind you guys how people around us um, that do not believe in Jesus Christ, the things that they say sometimes like, I don't need to believe in him. I don't need to know who he is, why he's a, 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 that God is bad and that God has killed and all these other things that they say. And there's so many rules that God has and so forth and so forth. And the, the, the confusion between church and what God wants, what church, religious church wants and what God wants has come together. And, and when, when bad things happen at a church, they blame God and they turn away from God. See, now man makes a decision to lay down certain rules and regulations because they feel and believe that it will honor and glorify God in these things. But if you look deeper into it, it's not what Christ is telling us at all. It, it was nothing, none of it was what Christ told us at all. In fact, here we know the most important thing is that Christ came not to die for a selected amount of people for a remnant of people he died for the whole world for everyone for everyone that would walk in the light and sometimes we feel overwhelmed as uh, believers and i mean i don't mean overwhelmed and as we're losing our minds but overwhelmed in, in how to answer to someone we know even a friend that does not believe um, and our task is not to convince them our task is more like um, uh, speak the word of God, uh, not to them, but around them, that they may hear it coming from you, uh, not necessarily at them. And then you'll find there'll be a time where they'll ask you a question. And now that opportune time gives you is for you to open just a little bit at a time. And when you see, they may turn sooner to the word of God and find for themselves the truth. And you never know, they may go home and they have a Bible app or find a Bible app and look into what you were just talking about on their own in private without anyone seeing, because remember, they don't want to believe. But once they start to believe and hear that word that goes into the heart, and I wholeheartedly believe that anyone that hears the word of God with that little ounce, just a little bit of curiosity as to what is the truth it starts to grow inside of them so here i'm going to start reading out of john chapter 12 verse 27 and and jesus is speaking out loud to the people and he's now again predicting his death on the cross and he says here in verse 27 now my soul is troubled and what shall i say father save me from this hour but for this purpose i came to this hour father glorify your name then a voice came from heaven saying i have both glorified it and will glorify it again now imagine something like that here today and you're talking one of us believers a uh, child of god is speaking of the father the son and the holy spirit and and we ask him to glorify his name to glorify him lord and, and that we and to glorify all of us that we may glorify him 
bring us into that place where we will seek, we are walking in that light, we are walking through and making uh, 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 disciples of everyone that we possibly come across. And then you hear suddenly a voice, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, how many people would turn quickly, would turn quickly to the Lord? And that's the part where the Bible talks about in the end times, in the end days, um, people will be deceived when they start seeing miracles and things like that happening. And uh, we have a warning, the one warning of not to believe in that because people that uh, the Antichrist will do that and convince us to uh, even fire will fall from the sky and people will see a miraculous thing happening they've never seen before in the count and say that he is God, that he is the Lord come back, which in fact is just a deception, a trick. We know that when Christ comes, the whole world will see him, not just some, not a city, not a town, not a state, but the whole world will see him at one time. So let's continue on verse 28. Uh, it says, Then a voice from heaven came, saying, I both have glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it said that it had thundered. See, they could only hear thunder. Isn't that crazy? Others said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And that's letting us know that at that time, Satan was walking amongst the people. Satan was there. I mean, you've seen the movies where they they show it, where he's walking through the crowds. Satan was there in form, walking around. His demons were taking possession of people. And you can see them, hear them, right? And here he's saying that now... The ruler of the world will be cast out. And verse 32, And I, I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all peoples to myself. So that he's predicting the death on the cross. That once he's lifted up, all will be drawn to him. This he says, signifying by what death he would die. The people answered him, We have heard from the law that the that the Christ remains forever. And how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Then Jesus said to them, A little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. These things Jesus spoke, departed, and was hidden from them. A lot of people don't understand this, what it means to walk in the light. Some say, well, you mean should I walk around with a torch or a lantern so I don't trip over things that are on the road or on the ground? That's not just it. I mean, physically, we're talking something spiritually here. Within you, the light, the darkness of the world wants you to do evil things. The darkness of the world wants you to conform in, in its habits and um and all the things that it does, it wants you to dress, sound, listen, eat, do things that the world does. But when we do things as God wants us to do it, we get to do things in the world. And that's where people get confused again. They say, well, I, I don't want to live a boring life as a Christian. What boring life? You just don't know how much fun we have. See, it, when you come to this side, you see, you see what, it re what really it is. 
um, true believers have fun in Christ. They go to uh, uh, all kinds of events and places and do all kinds of things all the time. I mean, they have a booked, booked schedule to stay busy. And we stay busy in the things of the Lord because the world wants to fill us with darkness and therefore take over our minds by convincing us. There's always going to be temptation out in the world. And this is one way that we continuously come against it by staying in the word of God, by staying around those people that love God. Yeah, we go out and minister to people that don't know God and uh, have not, uh, uh, no one has spoken to them about God, don't, don't want to know God, but we speak the word out into the air, into the open, so people hear with their ears, see? So right here, Jesus is telling them that uh, the, the darkness can overtake you if you don't walk this way. So you have to stay in the light, in the things of the Lord. And he who walks in the darkness does not know where he's going. So once you get blinded, you don't know where you're going. You're being led on. All right, and most of the time, when you when you understand this concept, is you're being led to the pits of hell. You're you're being led to your doom. You see, you're being led to damnation. And in in having that light inside of you, you can see the evil around you. You can see, okay, because when you walk into a dark room, what happens? It illuminates. The darkness goes away. But when you turn the light off, the darkness is is there. It returns, right? So if we keep the light on 24-7, 24-7, the light stays on. And even before the light goes out, it gives you a warning, doesn't it? How many of you have sat in a room and a light's about, light bulb's about to go out and it flickers? Flickers a couple times, letting you know, I'm getting weak or uh, you need to do something or you need to address the situation because the light is about to dim. But a lot of us, we don't pay attention to that flickering, do we? Not even in our own personal lives. And what ends up happening is when that light suddenly goes out, <gasps> we're surprised. Like, oh my goodness, the, 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 the light went out. And you don't have a light bulb to replace it. So now what do you do? You leave that area that you were placed in or you leave that area that you were supposed to be in because your light went out and you go to somewhere else where you can see the things that you're doing. You, you see what I'm saying? So uh, spiritually, it happens the same way. We don't recognize when that light is, a, is dimming on us, we need to stay involved. We need to stay uh, uh, focused on the things of the Lord constantly, always. And how do we do that? How do we do that? Well, by talking to him every day, hanging around with people that love God, that speak God, that are true believers, not just Sunday goers, because Sunday goers are not going to do nothing for you. They're there to feed off of you. So therefore, you need to uh, uh, always remember that, okay? That some Sunday goers, people that just drop their Bible off and they spend the rest of the week without talking to God at all, they're there to pull something off of you. Don't know what it is, but it could be just that they're lonely or whatever. But the point is that if you're in darkness, you don't know where you're going to go. You don't know where you're being led, right? And while you have the light, Jesus said in 36, while you have the light, believe in that light. Believe in that light, okay, that you may become sons of the light. And you will start to believe it because once you start hearing the word of God, it starts to change your heart. It draws more questions, okay, to uh, uh, the surface where you start asking them and you can get some answers. So here, let's complete this 
um, daily today for, but in verse 37, where it says, but although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe him that the word of Isaiah, the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke, Lord, who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore, they could not believe because Isaiah said again, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. These things Isaiah said when he saw his glory and spoke of him. And in spite of all the miracles, signs Jesus performed, many people did not believe in him. This fulfilled the word spoken by Isaiah the prophet, which John quotes in 1239. See, Isaiah said that God blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts. Why? Well, because they had rejected the light. See, when Pharaoh repeatedly and willfully hardened his heart against God, remember, he kept saying no. Every time Moses came up, let my people go. No, right? The Lord eventually cooperated with Pharaoh and hardened his heart further. And if a person persists in pursuing darkness, eventually God will confirm his desire. So I say to you, brothers and sisters, be careful what you wish for. May God be with you. God bless you. And I'll catch you on the rebound in Jesus name. Amen.